Hello fellow sojourners, I'm your host Dave Layton and welcome to Travel with a Purpose, a podcast designed to keep sojourners and friends informed, entertained, and inspired. In today's episode, we'll be visiting with Tracy Hansen of Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters. Did I get that name right? Yes, you did. Okay. I have a Port of Jefferson, but it's Port Jefferson. That is correct. Roasters. Yes. Okay, good. Well, hello, Tracy. How hello. are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Okay, good. You've got a wonderful business here, and it's one of those uh, places that we like to visit when we're here uh, at Camp B, our Sojourner uh, administrative site, and we have a campground out there, so uh, we we come in for that. But uh, I started this podcast so that Sojourners can uh, stay informed with each other and, and uh, get to know one another and share information that helps us as we do our mission. Uh, but I also wanted to share with our Sojourners uh, uh, interesting places that we go to and see unusual things and so I'm going to be asking sojourners in the future, you know, what was something unique on that sojourn or what did you enjoy about it? Mm-hmm. And so I thought about here, uh, this uh, coffee roasters. I love coffee and I know a lot of our sojourners do. Well, I'm so glad you do. Yes. <laughs> I think I told you when I came in the door that uh, I started my morning this morning with a cup of your coffee. It was very good. Yes. Thank you. Well, most, most sojourners come to Camp B at least once a year for our annual workshop. And so while here, we like to visit some of the local areas, and Jefferson is one of those places. And uh, so now about a year ago, uh, I discovered this coffee shop, and y'all had just opened up not long before that. That is correct, yes. Okay. All right, well, that's enough of me talking. I want to hear some things about you, and I just have some questions. I'll let you tell a little bit about what's going on. Um, are you, and your husband's name is David? Yes. Okay. Are y'all from Jefferson or this area? I am from this area. I am from Marshall, which is about 15 minutes from here. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. And David, is he? He's from Burleson, Texas. The Burleson. Well, so Burleson, yes. Texas. That's we, right, the Fort Worth area. Uh-huh. Sojourners know all about Burleson, Texas. That's right. Okay, good. Um, now, was this a new idea or about the, the, the coffee business, or have you been involved with coffee roasting before? Okay, sure. Um, in 2017, we opened up the same outfit in Nacogdoches, Texas, and we ran it for four years. Then we decided to go ahead and relocate back to this area to be closer to family. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is, you have experience in this before? We do. Okay, good. Well, so how did you get the idea? to do coffee roasting. Right. It's, it's kind of a, a strange way to start, but we, um, we meaning my husband, myself, and our youngest son, Davis, we were at a state park in Florida. And the ranger station said, hey, please come back to our uh, class that we're going to be teaching about roasting coffee the old-fashioned way, just like the pioneers did. And we said, wow, that sounds fun. So we went, and we had a good time, and we just couldn't believe how – easy it was and how exciting it was to to roast in small scale. Um, Long story short, David started roasting for family and friends in Nacogdoches. And he said, I think I've got something here because a lot of people were calling weekly. We need more. We need more. So he opened up a shop there. Yes. Okay. So it started kind of as a hobby and and it grew from there. Uh A lot of times people will do business that way. Well, that's great. That's fascinating. 
And you 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 originally learned about it at a state park. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I heard a ding dong. That means a customer came in. Yeah. Great. Yes, my Great. husband's got them. Yes. <laughs> well, when we think of coffee roasting, um, I mean, you don't just put it in the oven and roast it. There's a process involved. So could you talk a little bit about that process of coffee roasting? Yes, glad to. Um, first of all, our farmers from all over the world ship us the green unroasted beans. Okay. So it's straight from farmer to us. Okay. And then my husband will roast 12 pounds at a time in a small batch wood fire roaster. Okay. So that helps him keep it from burning, which means bitter coffee. Okay. And he can just control the temperature easily with just the 12 pounds. Okay. Uh huh. And so it's, it's wood fired. It's wood fire and it, it's just a, a hopper that the beans are put in. And then it's inserted into the big oven. Picture a, a large pizza oven. Okay. Okay. Very large pizza oven. And the temperature gets up to around 500 degrees. And he rotates the beans anywhere from 12 minutes to 16 minutes, depending on the roast, medium, dark, or espresso. Okay. So I'm assuming then if I wanted darker roast, it's going to cook longer. That is correct. So, so okay. So he rotates it. About how long does it take, I guess, is where I'm asking. But. Right. It's about 12 minutes to 16 minutes, okay. and, that, and that's it. So, okay. And it'll burn shortly thereafter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he pulls it out, and he never, ever burns the beans. Well, that's interesting. Now, you, okay, so you don't want to burn the beans. No. I don't want to keep the coffee pot going too long because then it takes yes. on a bitter flavor that, as that well. Is so right. there's a there's a sweet spot in there. That is right. And most of us without knowing most of our grocery store coffees and other big box store coffees only serve burnt beans because really? it is the least expensive bean to buy from a roaster. I will look out for that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, your your coffee is delicious. Thank it you. really is. Thank you. Really enjoy it. Um is there in the roasting process, do you use a particular kind of wood or it, any, any does the wood affect wood. the... No, it, it doesn't. It's just a hard wood, whatever he can get okay. at the time. Okay, it produces the heat. It's not the flavoring. Of, it's that, the heat. That's right. Okay. Yes. How do you get the flavor in the... Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so the medium roast beans uh, are, are the ones that get the flavors. And we simply just add concentrated organic oils to okay. the roast after he's taken them out and they've cooled off, then I apply the, the flavored oils. And right now we have 11 flavors at okay. the moment. Okay. And they are just uh, very subtle flavors. Okay. Not overpowering, not okay. too strong, because a lot of our black coffee drinkers don't want it to be too strong. And so if you still want to buy the flavor and take it home and doctor it up, you can do that with your sugars and your creams. But okay. everyone seems to like the recipe as i call it of what i the amounts that i put on the beans okay mm -hmm. so it's not real heavy flavor that's the thing that i've thought about whenever i've tried flavored coffees is just overpowering flavor and right i, we I drink coffee to, for the coffee flavor. exactly we <laughs> want you to taste the actual coffee yeah yes okay that's good to know that is good to know um all right so um how did you get the business name i guess that's okay Yes. So here in Jefferson, um, we decided to change our name from, uh, we had a different name in Nacogdoches. It's the same process, but we had Nine Flags Coffee Roasters. Okay. And because Nine Flags means something in Nacogdoches. 
Okay. Okay. It had at one time nine different territories flying over Nacogdoches. So that's why it was named Nine Flags. Here in Jefferson, we changed it to Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters. This was the second largest port in Texas in the late 1800s, number one being Galveston. So there is a big Cypress River right back here uh, in behind the city, and that's where the steamships came five to seven per week from New Orleans. Wow. Yes. And so the we had cotton. I say we. I wasn't a part of it. But um, Dallas uh, area all the way back to the Louisiana area, all the, the cotton plantations would bring all of their cotton here to be put on the steamships to be taken to New Orleans. Okay. And they also had other goods as well, not just cotton. They even shipped coffee here from New Orleans. So I we thought that was cool, and we yeah. learned that. So we just decided to adopt what's uh, where Jefferson got its uh, notoriety, and we decided to name it Port okay. Jefferson Coffee. Well, it fits. It, <laughs> it does. I, I, I only know the business by that name. And I, I like your logo that's stamped on there. Uh-huh. That's pretty neat. Um, yeah, I follow you on Facebook, but I also follow the city of Jefferson on Facebook because it's a fascinating history. So now I can see the tie-in. Mm-hmm. That's really good. We already talked about flavored coffee. Uh, as I said, I'm just a plain coffee drinker. Um, you said there's 25 different flavors that you offer? Oh, no, 11. 11, 11 I'm sorry. flavors. Okay. No, that's okay. But I have several countries that ship us their beans. So we have... Um, Five new farmers that just came out. Uh, they ship directly from Ethiopia, uh, Papua New Guinea, Peru, Mexico, okay. and Kenya. Okay. Um, our wow. main farmer is from Honduras, the Santa Rosa uh, region specifically. My husband has been to that farm, and he's actually picked the cherries. And cherries is simply, uh, it's the fruit that the bean is in. Okay. And if you didn't know, a coffee bean is actually the seed of that fruit. So it's really coffee seeds. But of course, we all know it as beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 I enjoy uh, learning the background of things. And so this Uh is fascinating to me. Okay, I did look at your webpage, and, and uh, I see that uh, people shop for coffee, but you've got other items as well. As I came in, I saw T-shirts, and so talk a little bit about that. Yes, I'd be glad to. Our logo is on, as you said, the T-shirts, and on the back of it, it says Coffee Holic. Those are really cool. A lot of people buy it just for that alone. Um, we have coffee cups, and I also sell things from uh, locals. For example, I have an 82-year-old artist. She paints watercolors, and I have her paintings in here, her originals, along with her greeting cards that um, are actual prints of her paintings. We also have um, cedar chest in here from a local. He's He has a sawmill. He cuts the tree okay. down. He mills it, and then he makes the, the um, cedar chest yeah, yeah. In, in two different sizes. So, we just like to support our locals as well. Sure. Well, you know, I've, as I've always come into Jefferson, I, I do get a sense of a, of a unified town. Yes. Folks are, uh, I'll see one company talking about another company. I've seen that on your webpage or your uh, Facebook page. Where yes. The folks next door here and some of right. the others that might have recently opened. It, it is really a great family yeah. atmosphere in this town. Yeah. Uh, 
the first week we opened in this town, mm-hmm. so many locals came in, just regular folk, just checking yeah. us out. And also so many business owners came in yeah. and said, welcome. We're so happy you yeah. are here. And then they started sharing it on their own Facebook yes. and other social media. They were just so happy that we were here. And, and it made us feel good that we chose the right city for us. Well, the way I actually discovered you was uh, we always like to eat at Kit's Cornbread. I, yes. I, the redneck is my favorite meal. Right. <laughs> but when we went in, uh, we saw the sign uh-huh. that talked about yelling down the street. So I thought, oh, well, let's go check that out. Yes. And I'm glad we did. And we're Very in 19 did. businesses now. Oh, so okay. that was one of our first ones when, when you came. And now I'm in over 19. I'm about to get my 20th. Okay. Yes. All right. So we offer wholesale pricing. Back in my hometown, uh, Prattville, Alabama, we're uh-huh. just north of Montgomery, Alabama. We have a uh, barbecue place. It's called Fat Boys Barbecue. And I always say, you you can't go wrong with a place right. named Fat Boys. <laughs> but Danny Lofton owns it. And Danny is actually a native of uh, Marshall. Okay. And so uh, he's always asking me, uh, hey, what did you see this time or whatever? So I was telling him about this place. Well, I said, you. hey, it's new. So next time you come out here, Danny, you need to run out here. So. All right. Uh, anything else you want to share about the company or the um, business? We just, uh, we, our main goal is to offer the freshest and the very best beans to our clients. Like I said, a few minutes ago, we offer wholesale pricing to businesses. We sell them in five pound bags and we're all over Jefferson in bed and breakfasts, restaurants. Now we're spilling over into Marshall. We're in a couple of coffee shops, bakery, okay. um, pharmacies that serve coffee. We're just all over the place and we are spreading the word and we would appreciate anyone else to spread it as well. Okay. Well, I'm glad to help out with that. But again, like I was saying, um, I want to let our sojourners know here's a neat place to go visit while you're here. Um, speaking of that, by the way, um, couple of things came to mind. I noticed on your uh, website uh, that folks can go there and buy some items, order coffee and some other items. Um, you had an art class, coffee art. So I guess you take the liquid coffee or? Right. We have a, a, a wonderful friend who lives in Marshall. And she is teaching art classes here about every other Saturday. And she does use in the watercolor painting, the browns are our coffee. Okay. Okay. So anytime there's a brown, it's it's our coffee. So she says, when I approached her, I said, I would really like to offer some art classes here. And she said, what about coffee art? And I said, yeah, that's, I thought she meant a coffee cup that you're painting. Okay. And she said, no, let's paint with coffee. So that was really exciting to hear. Well, I, <laughs> I like to do woodwork and I've used coffee as a stain. Yes. In some of the woodwork. So I, I can see that. Now, uh, before we started talking, uh, uh, David mentioned to me that, um, one of the things that you're going to be doing in the future is opening up this area for some classes and a meeting room. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Uh, yes. Again, uh, folks can come and enjoy a cup of coffee while they're maybe learning something or having a meeting or it, something. Exactly. Not only do we open it to anyone who wants to have a Bible study or a ladies' okay. group meeting, David also is teaching complexities of coffee classes, meaning you come in and you learn for one hour of where all the coffees came from originally and where they all come from now 
and you get to taste many different coffees from all over the world that we have purchased. And again, we still roast those, but we are ordering directly from the farmers and they're shipped to us. So it's a fun class. All right. I have to ask a very deep and probing question okay. before I wrap up. Which is better for coffee? A drip coffee machine or a percolator or a French press? What, did, what do you recommend to get that optimum flavor? Okay. Well, I... I personally use the drip because that's just what I use. Okay. But let me tell you what my customers say. They Some of them are still using their old-fashioned uh -huh. percolators, and they say that is the best coffee ever. <laughs> and I will have to try that again. I haven't had that since okay. I was a young child, but that's what they say. Now, still, there are a lot of people that use the French press because it's the coffee grounds are allowed to steep just like tea. Uh -huh. So it's... It's just a matter of taste, I guess, but I I would think Percolator would win that. Okay. Yes. My brother-in-law won't have coffee otherwise except through a Percolator. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm a drip coffee guy because of the convenience and exactly. all that. But I also have a French press, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I like a cup of that every now and then. Well, okay. Tracy, it's been wonderful to meet you, and thank you. Uh, meet you and David. That That's great. It's a wonderful business here. Well, friends. Before I wrap up, I recommend that if uh, someone is looking for a unique and wonderful gift for someone that they can visit the website for Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters or they can come by and shop. The website is portjeffersoncoffeeroasters.store. Now that's a little unusual than a regular website, so let me repeat it. It's portjeffersoncoffeeroasters.store. Well, certainly uh, you can also treat yourselves to some great coffee. If you're in Jefferson, I recommend you go to the Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters. By the way, they're located, uh, if you know where Kit's Sandwich Shop is on the main street in Jefferson, they're uh, located uh, in the buildings uh, behind Kit. So if you turn down that intersection, you can park there and find the Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters. Wonderful folks and a wonderful business. Well, friends, that wraps up our visit with Tracy Hansen of Port Jefferson Coffee Roasters in Jefferson, Texas. If you are interested in being a guest on our podcast or know someone we should have as a guest or a topic you would like to discuss, please email me at sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. That's sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Also, please follow our podcast to keep updated when new episodes are published. I'm your host, Dave Layton, and remember, we glorify God as together we travel with a purpose.